Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. I do believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast is here to help you fall asleep, and we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight's uh, Trending Tuesdays, and we're going to do it with a little meditation. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And by the rest, what do I mean? I mean, take your mind off whatever's ailing you, bugging you, poking at you, whatever your brain's doing, saying, blah, 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 hey, buddy. I always say that, but whatever, you know, listing, it could be listing like a ship about to sink or listing like... Okay, we got to do A, we got to do B, C. What about uh, item G on the agenda for, you know, when you're trying to... Or if you get up in the middle of the night, you have trouble. That's what this podcast is here, to help you fall asleep. It's going to create a safe place where you can set aside all that worrying and save it for tomorrow. There's going to be plenty of time to get that stuff done tomorrow. But tonight, I want to really help you fall asleep. It's, re- it's important. It's not critical that you fall asleep tonight, but it'd be nice, wouldn't it, to just... Uh, Float away to dreamland. So that's what I'm going to try to be here to help. This podcast is odd. It's weird. It's not your standard guided meditation. I would not call myself a uh, touchy-feely person. I mean, believe me, I've been accused of that, in a, but not in a, a good way. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but that's what I'm here for. I'm. Uh, we're on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me, dearest Scooter, on Twitter. You can get us on Facebook. You can email us feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. But that's it. If you if you have trouble falling asleep, give this podcast a try. I'm just going to uh, carry you off on the wings of pointlessness, as I've been said, as as I've said before. I'm kind of like a friend. You could have me come over. I just sit by the side of your bed and I say, "Okay, I was uh, yeah, I needed some flour." I'm kind of like Grandpa Simpson, but slightly less boring than that because I think that that wouldn't be distracting. It would just be boring. Uh, That's it. I hope I help you fall asleep, and um, let's move on. I got got a bunch of thank yous, as as sometimes. Uh, Chris Posty, Postal Posterson, Posty Poo does our music. He's got a podcast. Check it out. Sounds like an earful.com. Scotty. Uh, he's always trending. And his wife, Jennifer, he does all our artwork. Thank you, Scott. Lord and Lady of the Podcast, they're watching over us with the wisdom that only royalty could have, uh, especially royalty, like new royalty, not, you know, kind of like new money. They're new royalty. And we got a little bit of an announcement here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, lords and ladies. Uh, because last night in the uh, lovely state of Michigan, our one and only defenestrator, Nick Van Corfinom III, has uh, one half of Dynasty Force Core. I mean, one half officially, according to the card, you know, the, the card they put up. But probably, I mean, Nick Van Corfinom III, probably like 80, 72%. But Nick Van Corfinom III, along with his partner, Cody Kelly, which is an, not as nice a name as Nick Van Corp, the Phenom 3, or just Nick Van Corp. But Cody Kelly has a rank to it. We might, you know, Cody Kelly, we'll have to figure out, we'll get back to Nick and see if we need, you know, to work on Cody Kelly's nickname. But the Defrenestrator and Cody Kelly, Dynasty Core, Dynasty Force Core, won the first ever IWE Tag Team Championship. So now this podcast is... So this podcast is now protected by, you know, against any incursions by royalty, but any incursions by uh, by anybody like Pure Fury, who uh, Dynasty Force Corps defeated. You know, any, anyone rolling in here like that? We got a champion listening to this podcast and a defenestrator. He's both things in all places. So I always want to like, congratulate Nick. And thank him because he's been a supporter of the podcast for a long time. And it's cool to have someone that's out there doing his thing for real. And, you know, I, I don't want to badmouth anybody, 
but I've heard a few things about this pure fury. And I can I can tell you one thing. It's not pure as pure as they make it. It's like one of those tricks of the wording, pure fury. Just so Jeff Close and J.J. Hughes, I just, you know, I don't want to start any trouble. But Nick Van is our boy here at the podcast. So congratulations, Nick. Just want everybody to know that. Nick's going to send me a link to the video, and we'll put it up there. And if you want to check out Nick and his, his I'm sure it's going to be entertaining because Nick is entertaining online. And he's, you know, again, you know, if anybody tries any of that stuff like the people tried in Prague, they're going out the window on this podcast, defenestration style. So that's good. You know, Prosky Castle, Prosky, whatever it was called. You know, we'll get a little Dobry Den going, you know, and then we'll throw them out the window so they don't know it's coming. So that's good news. More good news is Divine Miss M sent me a couple of lovely things. And I just want to clear with her before I tell you the cool things I got in the mail. Alex, if you're out there, I, I, I want to know. Pumpkin Alex, if you're listening to my voice, email me, tweet me or whatever, and let me know if uh, I can use your return address to send you, uh, you know, some some notes from the show. Because, you, you know, your pumpkin didn't have an envelope and I've been thinking about it. And wondering if I was going to hear from you and haven't heard from you. And I want to know if it's okay to use your address. Because, I don't, you know, I don't have your permission. I don't want to assume anything. I just want to say hi on twi- to some Twitter people that have given, you know, support. Support of Damon, Deb, and the general for, you know, sending me stuff all the time. And, you know, booing my spirits. Jeff L., I want to thank you for your email. And Scott, I don't even know Scott the Sleep Doctor listens to this podcast, but... Having some lovely conversations with Scott, so I want to thank Scott. I also want to thank Le Bono Nika with two C's and Happy Hindu for their lovely iTunes reviews. Le Bono Nika. Le Bono Nika. Says A plus, five stars. Might have a preference for the uh, earlier episodes. I'd love to hear more of what you love about those if you have a chance to, Le Bono. And the Happy Hindu says that dearest scooter rocks me to sleep. So thank you for your iTunes reviews. And that's it. Let's move on to the uh, uh, rest of the show, shall we? So I got to tell you guys, um, I was, uh, today's been a bit of a, it's a Sunday. It's later than normal. It's about, it's past 7 p.m. Usually I get these done a little bit earlier, but it's been a bit of a hectic day today. Nothing bad, nothing good, just life. Uh, so, but I got to tell you, I was running around a lot today unexpectedly, but I was on my way home just now, a half hour ago. And I got to tell you this moon I seen or saw, this moon I witnessed was freaking majestic. I don't even think I have words for it. It was one of those tiny slivers. This is probably like six... 20 to 6.40 p.m., somewhere in there. But it, with the rest of the moon, the giant moon moon part, the dark moon part, up there in the sky, just hanging above the horizon of, uh, and I was um, on the bay, well, the beach, you know, r- r- I was riding my bike, uh, and it was already dark, mostly dark. No, it's totally dark, I guess. And it, it really looked like a scene painting. It was that beautiful. And it was hanging over a Berlin game or some, you know, South San Francisco area. And I got to tell you guys, I couldn't freaking believe it. That it's like sometimes you're just so lucky. You're having a day, oh, poor me. I got to, or oh, no, I got to go home. I got to get this done. And then you see something like that. And I don't even know what to think about it other than like, it's pretty cool. Uh, so that's, that's, I don't know. I just want to share it with you. Beautiful friggin' moon. Oh, that it also made me think of something that I thought would be boring and podcasty for this podcast is like uh, smart people, if you're listening, or you know, if you, people that use the internet already. Is there a, is there like a guy, like an expert out there that says uh, that knows? You know, I know we all know when the moon is rising and setting and waxing and waning, but when it's going to be like, hey, tonight's going to be a friggin' good moon. And I know, yeah, people can say, oh, the harvest moon's coming. But, you know, they have, like, the allergy. Oh, like, tonight's going to be a, a nine, on, or today's going to be a nine on the allergies. 
Or, yeah, your UV rating, like, you seven. Like, we have somebody out there. It couldn't just be on a one to ten because that's weak. But, um, like, a moon guy. And, again, if you're potential, if you're thinking about being a weather person or something, you might want to work. Maybe we could work together. That could be, like, your Bernie the Butterfly to your five seconds of summer. And, like, a, you know, be like, tonight is going to be a friggin' sick moon up in here. Or up out in there, up in out up in that sky, but you got to get out, get your ass out there between six twenty. Because this moon, I think, uh, it was probably going down. I don't know. Again, I'm not a moon. My my satellite knowledge is horrible, and I have one of those apps where I check the thing. Or I was on my old phone, uh, but I I was always like especially recently I was like what is that star and then I'm like I didn't believe the app anyway but this moon was sick so how about that and then again it, you know you're like well man how am I going to make a living just doing do the sunsets too now the thing is you got to be accurate so I don't know where you're going to get your info from to be my moon guy moon gal I prefer moon gal my little moon gal 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 my moon gal um yeah, maybe it sounds like it sounds like the start of a love story here. But also you could do sunsets. So not only are you the moon expert, you're the sun sun you know, you're like if you if you're looking to propose tonight, get out there. This sunset's gonna be off the charts. So that's and then you could do sun what is it called when the sunrise. Uh I got a little earthquake going on above my head with my neighbors, so I apologize for that, but and then that made me think of something just now. Unfortunately, tan- we're already into tangents. We're not even in the episode. Well, I guess we are. Is, uh, you know, this whole thing about Spotify that I've been, I've been chatting it up. Now, good news. Competition's always good news. Uh, Google is doing something with uh, YouTube and their Google Music premium thingamajig. Google Play, I think it's called, or Google All Access. I don't know what it's called, but it's going to be like a YouTube. It's going to be a Spotify competitor based with YouTube's music and Google Play's music. So that's good. That's one. There's another rumor that Spotify is going to have podcasts, so that's good. Um, but it, And this is something I need somebody to reach out and tell me what it is. Again, I think like all this rush – what about – I think there does need to be some human element to this of, uh, you know, it's great to be able to play the music whenever you want. But sometimes you want somebody, a DJ. Uh, you want somebody there to tell – not just a human connection but just uh, to put stuff in context, tell stories. I think that's where Sirius XM is, a, you know – and I wish I was like a billionaire maybe when their stack was really low maybe six or seven years ago. Like if we would have, if I could have bought that company, you know, get back and go back in time. But even then, like, why hasn't Google or Spotify or Apple bought? I think their stocks back up. I mean, I don't know what the like if you can buy the contracts of the talent. I think Howard Stern's contracts running out anyway. Um, and I know everybody has different opinions on him, but he's one of the best interviewers and best radio entertainers ever. But uh. Like, I don't know, with all this rush to be like, oh, this is our thing. Like, they have they have the music catalog, but they also have these people. Like, because one example is classical music. There's something very comforting to me about listening to classical music radio channel because it has, like, usually a very standard format and this nice voice. And then even the things are – everything is very soothing and again, I guess if I listened to that for like four or five years, I'd get tired of it because then you like radio shot itself in the foot, one by being um, sanitized and, and monopolized and just in a bunch of like big mistakes they made. But it's like if you have the diversity of music, like and then also have people on there like personalities. And I know Spotify does it with musicians and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking out my. Um, my my uh, you know, whatever my mouth actually, but it just interests me. And I don't know, maybe there are DJ channels. Um, I mean, they have curated playlists, but I, I don't know. There's something, and maybe it is the live aspect of it. Is there a combination of both that we can move into? 
because I love podcasts. I love being able to be like, oh, well, let me see what uh, was like the freaking Interstellar soundtrack. I was listening to that this weekend. You know, let me boot this up. I can just listen to it. I can replay it. I can whatever. Uh, I don't know. But so, so let's let's. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna boot up the phone here. I'm opening the Reddit app. We're gonna do another meditation tonight. Okay, we got it going, and oh, and that's fail one for the uh, thing. Is this has advertisements too? I gotta see if we can get this ad out here. Okay, okay, we got one. Oh boy. Okay. Two. Three. Four. Huh, I don't know. Well, whatever. Okay, so I'm going to pause. I'm going to boot up the thing. So it's um, 7.23 p.m. On, uh, on Sunday. I think it's the 23rd or the 22nd. I don't know. Sunday, though. Thanksgiving's coming up. Okay, so uh, it's time for a meditation. I just want you guys to settle in, kick back. It's also like uh, I'd had someone that requested, and they were like, uh, you know, my son and I listened to this podcast, and I was like, oh, boy, here comes the um, here comes trouble because I figure this podcast, I don't know what it's rated. I mean, a lot of reason I do explicit is just be like uh, this podcast is probably like explicit – I don't think this is explicit necessarily. I mean, I like to be able to say whatever I want, but I also keep it in context that I'm trying to help you fall asleep. But I also don't want people that are like, I guess, easily offended or they don't have to be open-minded. I'm not pushing any, well, I get, maybe I'm pushing a little bit of something, but uh, I don't know. But so she said, oh, I listen with my son and he loves dinosaurs. And I was like, so what do you think about doing an episode about dinosaurs? And I've been so strange because I love dinosaurs. Who, who doesn't love? Well, Bernie the Butterfly last week, uh, he he didn't like Jurassic Park. He didn't say, he didn't seem to have an opinion. He seemed to be on the dinosaur side, I guess. But there was this thing I've been doing since I was like eight till I got, to, uh, this guy was telling me, he's like, I've been doing this. I was like, man, you got some serious cool looking calves. And he's like, oh, I've been doing this since I was eight. Now I'm 19. And I go, well, yeah, okay. I wasn't, I didn't mean it like, I was just uh, making a conversation. He's like, well, I like to walk around and pretend I'm a raptor on my tiptoes. No one knows it. But that's why I got such good calves. And I was like, huh, it's funny because I was thinking about this story. Uh, you know, could I tell it to you to test it out, see if like if you were eight or some age like that, would you, what would you think of it? And he's like, sure. And I was like, well, it's about this dinosaur. Uh, it was a dinosaur that dreamed in silence. And he's like, what does that mean? I said, I don't know, man. Like, it's a story that I heard when I was uh, when I was comatose one time. And he said, uh, well, what happened? How'd you go comatose? And I was like, well, I have this hedgehog. Well, formerly I had a hedgehog. And and I was like, he's like, like Sonic. And I go, yeah, that's what. Well. I go, first of all, they're nothing like that. Uh, unfortunately, I got one thinking it would be like that. And uh, it was not, it was, uh, it did not roll up in, in, in a ball and shoot around. And uh, it was, it was a lot more of a handful. And safe to say that my hedgehog does not enjoy trips to the vet anymore because this is when I was comatose. Was uh, I brought my, hedgehog to the vet and he said what's wrong with it and I said it won't go like you know it doesn't collect coins start for starters or you know gold rings I know there's a difference between the coins and the gold rings and you know this hedgehog's not a plumber and he doesn't say Sega uh, or any other corporate phrases and the, the vet's just staring at me and he goes, well, is there, yeah. and he's like, I'm going to have to make a couple calls. I go, oh, no, 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 no. I go, what is it? Were you trying to take my hedgehog from me? And he goes, well, I think, you know, I go, I'm very kind to this hedgehog. I was just trying to get it to roll up in a ball and get out there. 
and have some adventures at least. I was like, if it doesn't collect coins or, you know, take out bosses, you know, I did was hoping it would take out a couple bosses for me, like human bosses, not big bosses. And uh, I said, you know, I just don't want you messing with this hedgehog. And he goes, what's its name? I go, Slinnick. And he's like, what? And he's like, listen, uh, he goes, I, he goes, listen, I really, he goes, I don't want to have to take this hedgehog from you. And I go, you're not going to be able to take it from me, first of all. Second of all, why? What, is he, what do you got against my hedgehog? Just because it doesn't, is it just because it's broken? I mean, it seems fine. Personality-wise, it's very docile. It likes to be petted. And, uh, you know, it eats, it goes to the bathroom, all that. It just doesn't do the... I go, I figure I just got myself a, a hedgehog like me that's not cut out for the world it's supposed to be in. And I don't want you taking my hedgehog uh, and, you know, trying to force it to be like Sonic. Obviously, Sonic's not going to be like Sonic, even though I was hoping, you know, that's why I picked out a gray hedgehog and paid, you know, a bunch of money for it. And he's like, did you really see this thing with collect coins? And I go, I don't know. He goes, listen. There's no way this is an accident. He goes, uh, he goes, I was trying to find somebody to, uh, to, that had like, like a, like a looser grasp on reality because we at the, he's like, we've been, he's like, we vets have this, he's like this veterinarian place. He's like, we've been seeing a lot of strange stuff. And I was like, like packed cemetery type, type stuff. He goes, well, not quite, but he's like. He's like, for you, for instance, he's like, you look like a normal, somewhat normal. Well, he's like, you don't look like there's anything really wrong with you. He goes, and then your hedgehog, you seem to be taking care of it. He's like, I checked it out. The thing seems fine. But he's like, there's something off. You know, you think that, he goes, you really seem to believe that the cartoon, like a video game. I don't watch the Sonic cartoon, dude. I go, this is a freaking franchise. Uh, that, uh, you know, tries to compete with two plumbers and a giant Donkey Kong King and Donkey Kong Jr. As all goes on this hedgehog's back, I want to help him out. I want to help him out with Slonic. And I know there's other sidekicks to Sonic that I don't know about because of the marketing problems because, and plus Sonic's just the best. I think I was, well, we, we just have this theory that, uh, there's some sort of, uh, pet, pet uh belief system that if you uh believe it he goes there's some sort of thing like the pet senses it and uh he goes i don't know and i say you don't make it any sense he said yeah i've just been trying to delay time he goes until the police get here and uh then he pushed my he pushed a mask on my face with uh like laughing gas and the next thing i know i was like floating in this misty veterinarian's office and Slonic was there and the, the veterinarian it was like a the veterinarian was like made of vapor and he said I totally apologize you should guys should go out the window and I said uh, well uh, I don't want to f- bring Slonic out the window because you know well, let me climb out the window and I go, can you watch him? I'll come back and get him in a couple hours. Because I was like, there's something weird outside the window. And the, and I said, well, there's something weird about you as a veterinarian. Like, you were said you were wasting time for the police. But I go, there's no police. I go, there's no animal police. And I go, believe me, I wish there was. Because, I don't, I, you know, I don't like people that aren't nice or animals. Like I said, I would have reported you for trying to make my slide. I go, can you just keep an eye on And he goes, oh, no, no. And then I realized this is some sort of, uh, it wasn't a veterinarian. I, I forgot to read the sign. And uh, it was like one of those veterinarian offices combination, some sort of science. Like he's some sort of evil scientist, I think. So I grabbed Slonic and I put him in the back of my, in the hood of my sweatshirt. And I opened the window. And then the scientist, the uh, veterinarian scientist type guy, he's laughing. And I said, what did you do? And he said, we're here to prove strange theories. And uh, you're about to prove uh, prove it all. And I, you know, something about the, 
having the power, I have no idea. So I climb out the freaking window, step right on these ferns, and then all of a sudden the air hits me. It's like, uh, the air's like soupy. And I'm like, oh, this isn't Alameda. It's like a Mediterranean climate. What the heck is this? And I look around, there's freaking ferns as I, as far as I can see. And then I'm like, hey, Slonic, man, like, uh, you have any idea? Like, are ferns, remember, like, ferns are, are they plants or not? Because I thought they were like moss, but even though they have, and I was like, or maybe, and I was like, are they spore, spore fires or what? Slonic was asleep, which that's what Slonic liked to do, was curl up in a ball and sleep instead of, and believe me, I'll, only thing I did was like push him a little bit one time to roll him, and he just like rolled in a like a one inch circle and rolled, and then he was fine. Like rolled up in a ball, which is good for a sweatshirt, which I never realized till that time. Like maybe I'm gonna make some sort of hedgehog sweatshirt, the hedge holder we could call it. Hmm. But so I get, and then I look around, and I realize that some because the friggin' is I hear this screech, I see a pterodactyl go across the sky. And then I look back, and uh, the freaking veterinarian scientist's office is gone. Evil veterinarian scientist or evil scientist veterinarian. Because it's easier when they're straight scientists. You just call me evil scientist. Evil vet scientist doesn't go off the tongue either. Evil science vet. Sounds like he's like a veteran of some evil science. Uh, veterinarian. Because I can't even remember what the sign said anymore. But it's not important. It's just, I shouldn't, you know, for the next time. Now I don't have Slonic anymore. But, um, oh, man. Well, man, you, you live in, sometimes you live and you learn. Sometimes you just live and you don't learn. And I guess this is one of those examples. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, there's no vet's office, no evil scientist's office or lab. I guess they have labs, not offices. And uh, I'm looking around, and uh, I look out at the field of uh, just field of ferns everywhere the eye can see, and then some rolling hills, and I notice these big brown creatures, and I'm like, oh, those are buffalo, but they're, like, chatting, and they're like, this one buffalo's on stage, like, cracking jokes, and I couldn't, they weren't speaking a language, like, they were speaking some Buffalonian-type language. And, uh, but the buffalo were laughing in which I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Like I was like, Salonic, at least the buffalo, at least buffalo have, still have their sense of humor. And then I'm like, Salonic, man, like, uh, you got any powers now that, uh, like you, you back there, like, you know, this buffalo are talking, what about you? And then I realized that like I can, I, I'm hearing some like other noise. I was like, I thought it was a buffalo comedian, like some reverb of his speakers but I realize it's like, it sounds like a football game. And uh, I'm like, but what are you going on back? What, what are you going? I'm like, Slonic, man, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, he goes, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., rookie wide receiver for the New York Giants, just possibly made the best, greatest catch in NFL history. So be quiet. And I was like, uh, what are you you're watching? You're getting an NFL game on there? How are you doing that? And he said, you know, I rooted your phone and, you know, installed a freaking satellite receiver on there. And I was like, that's way better than gold coins. I I mean, think. I'm like, what can you get uh, every channel on there, like adult channels? And so it's like you could have got those anyway on the Internet. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, he, goes, uh, he goes, just keep, he goes, keep moving. So then I, I'm keep walking. I'm like, man, I'm starting to feel a little worried because I'm like, okay, let's play this back. I went to the vet. And I got a hedgehog. That was mistake one, thinking it was going to be like Sonic. And mistake two was uh, going to the vet, you know, just no, no research. I should have yelped probably. I think I did. But then when I said to take head, hedge, I think adding hedgehog into the search results, probably whatever, my fault, my bad. And then I got gassed by the guy. And now I'm like, man, should I be worried? Where are we? 
And I got this, my freaking phone's in the hands of a hedgehog that doesn't collect gold coins, who's installing stuff. And then I end up, I'm not, I'm, I'm um, not in the present moment. I'm totally thinking, I'm lost in my own thoughts. And I freaking trip over something and I roll down this hill and I'm like looking at, next thing I know I'm at the bottom of this gully, which seems like happens all the time to me. And I was like, what the hell was that, an ankylosaurus? Like I just tripped over. And I look up, and there's like this this uh, human sized dinosaur down there. Uh, look kind of like a. I'm not sure. Well, a little bit like a human sized T Rex or a Velociraptor, but also pleasant enough glasses too, which you know put me at ease. And he, he was like spreading out um, a, a tablecloth. And I was like, oh, man, excuse me. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, I was like, I, mean, I tripped over an ankylosaurus or something, like one of those things that looks like a club with, you know, a crazy turtle. You know, you know what I'm talking about? And the guy, he looks at me, he just nods, and he's like, hey, cause you, he goes, you're the sleep guy, right? I was like, you heard about me? He goes, yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to. I've been waiting here. I'm getting everything set up. I was like, what do you mean? Wait, what? what said I said, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. You're the uh, dream scientist, right? And I go, no, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I, uh no. I was like, I was at a, a veterinarian scientist's office, I think. And I was like, well, what's? It? I go, well, but I'm like totally into, um, you know. Being outside my comfort zone, I got a friggin' hedgehog in my uh, my sweatshirt here, and I go, you know, nice to meet you. My name's Scooter. I go, I go by Dear Scooter, and this is Salonic the Hedgehog in my sweatshirt. Well, what's your name? And he says his name was Gerard. I was like, oh, it's wonderful name. And he goes, can I meet the Salonic? I said, hey, Salonic, hop out, man. And uh, him and the him and that. The, they, they, he hops on a table. Him and the, the dinosaur, uh, Gerard, they start talking about some kind of, he's showing them on the phone, some protein folding game. And Slonic's like, hey, look at this TIL. Like, he goes, this protein folding game these kids have been playing. He goes, it helped to decipher the structure of the AIDS causing virus in 10 days. All these people was playing this folding game. And before that was unsolved by scientists for 15 years, and using the same just using the same platform, gamers have helped redesign a widely used en enzyme, increasing its activity by a factor of 18. You believe that? And uh, then the dinosaurs like, you got the uh, goat simulator MMO on there, and Sonic's like, I heard that goat simulator MMO is fantastic. And then I was like, wait a second, guys, hold on. Wait, there's a goat simulator, like a, like a. I was like, because I could use that for another podcast that I do, like where I had some problems with goats on multiple occasions. And Salonic's like, nah, man. He goes, he, he goes, you don't have any more access to this phone except for like a, you can be a guest user. So, and I was like, Salonic, weren't you at the vet's office when I was trying to, you know, def keep you safe? And he goes, we we. He goes, don't get me started. And I was like, wait a second, what, that stuff about the protein folding game is so interesting. And uh, I was like, I've always thought about that with like captchkas or whatever they're called uh, when you have to enter them. Like what if that was used to like decipher stuff and then the, those two were kind of ignoring me. So I was like, hey, Gerard, man, what's the problem with the sleep? And he goes, well, he goes, uh. Because there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here, and I go, well, where are we? He goes, don't. He goes, you're, you know, at the bottom of a gully. And I go, I know that, but he goes, don't worry about it, man. He goes, well, you're here to help me, but probably it'll, you'll make it worse. But he's like, we might as well try until the other guy gets here, and he's like, you might even be the guy. And I go, oh, really? Um, I, I go, because I can't stop thinking about that goat simulator MMO. Like, I just want to play it. So can I play that for a while? And then I try to help you. And then uh, I was like, I you know, I, I, I was like, can you uh, 
like, is it like GTA five? Like where we could do like different tricks. Like I could try to go for like a perfect wall ride stunt, like a perfect, uh, goat horning or a perfect, uh, like a perfect grass eating session. And then they were, and then I said, okay, let's get down to this chart. So you're a dinosaur. He goes, what are you doing? Making dinner? He goes, no, this is my bed. I'm going to, you know, snuggle in here. And uh, he goes, you're going to help me with my dreams. And I was like, what's the problem with your dreams? And he goes, I dream in silence. And I was like, dude, that's a common problem. Uh, You're asleep, so uh, you're not hearing anything because there's no outside simulation. So, um and I actually have this podcast. I maybe like you would hear my voice. He goes, No, no, no. I want to hear things in my own voice. And I was like, well, Why don't you just record yourself talking? And then, uh, and he goes, You don't understand how dinosaurs' ears work, especially in this. And I said, Well, well what do you need to hear? Um, well, he said, uh, he's like, You don't even know, understand how dinosaurs' ear systems work. I go, Yeah, I'm not a, a dinosaur scientist. I'm just a. Of a guy who, who, this is a whole head, this was originally started with Slonic. But I was like, I want to help you. I'll try. Uh, maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe I was here, hopefully, uh, no offense, Slonic, but uh, you maybe, now that you took my phone, maybe you could be some more help around the house. Because usually you'd think a rolling animal would pick stuff up, but Slonic just leaves hair. He sheds like crazy. And there's nothing like a hedgehog hairball in your stomach to uh, your throat. Um, so Gerard lies down. And he gets comfortable. And I say, okay, Gerard, let me uh, try to carry you off in dreamland. I was like, but what's so essential about you with dreaming in silence? I think a lot of people dream in silence. And he goes, well, there's a, he, goes, uh, he goes, there's a whole quest going on that's beyond you guys. He goes, this is... He goes, this, you know, you, you just get it. And I said, okay, I get it. Um, you know, need to know basis, and you know, I don't need to know. Understood. I go, well, close your eyes. I'm like, I've done this before, not with a dinosaur and or with a hedgehog that freaking stole my phone that's treating me like garbage all of a sudden when he doesn't even do anything. But anyway, let's just set aside my issues with Slonic. Like, Slonic, could you at least get back in my sweatshirt? Because that's very comforting having your warm body on the back of my neck, as a matter of fact, to help me think until you start moving around pressing the phone. And Sonic said no. So I said, okay, well, Gerard, close your eyes. Uh, or did, uh, how does that work with dinosaurs? Do you have, like, multiple lids or whatever? But his eyes were already closed. And I said, you know, I got Sonic, you could be crossing over into another world. So a dream world where there's noise or no noise. But I want you to think about like what, 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 uh, you know, if you were reading your phone over the shoulder of a hedgehog that doesn't listen and you saw him looking at stuff and saw that it was like today your hedgehog was learning like TIL that Kubrick isn't Stanley Kubrick considered casting Robin Williams as Jack Torrance in The Shining, but eventually deemed him too psychotic for that role, which is believable uh, and not believable, I, I guess. Um, uh, but that's probably not what... But there's a silence to speculation, Gerard. There's a level to, to, to exploring that because that movie... Is a was a almost like dreamlike, but I don't, well, I don't know what your dinosaur pop culture knowledge is. But I want you to think about uh, some place like Rome, where recently a tourist was walking around with spray paint. And they were spraying the Colosseum, tagging it, and they got fined thirty thousand dollars for tagging the Colosseum. I'd like you to. Uh, you know, wait behind a, um, um, one of those arches. Pretend that you're like a gladiator, Gerard, the gladiator dinosaur. And I don't know what your, uh, we didn't discuss this before I, you know, tried to talk to you into the sleep zone, but uh, if you were um, uh, 
a meat eater or a but you probably have the ability to bite. Maybe it's better that you don't have. I'll just say that you're an herbivore type with um, like when you get bit by one of those snakes that doesn't have any teeth. They just have like a little bit of bony bumps. And it probably like if your skin's soft, it could like cut it a little bit so it can't hurt you. But you just go after this guy and you chop. But he sees a dinosaur and he's like, uh, what is it? And I'm with you, me and Salonic. And we corner him. And I say, what are you doing, man? Like, uh, why would you spray paint something in Rome? He says, to make a point. And I said, what's your point? Because it's making me nuts. And he said, well, you know, that uh, Miss uh, Missy, I love her. And I want, you know, and I said, you know, my dinosaur is going to bite your arm. And he said, no, 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 please don't do that. And I say, well, then you have to sing for my dinosaur and sing a song in silence, the sound of silence. And he starts going, hello, darkness, my old friend, come to talk to you again. And I go, no, 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 in silence. So he goes, hello, darkness. No, I said, my old friend, come to talk to you. And I said, no, 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 in silence. Gerard, the dinosaur, is going to have to... You know, get tyrannous, you know, terrible lizards, that's what they call them. And we just showed up here to bust a bunch of people spray paint this thing. You know, you're going to get a $10,000 fine, which, you you know, and, uh, but then he was singing in silence and his words had vibration that the human ear couldn't hear and the dinosaur ear couldn't hear, supposedly, but, uh, this one scientist told me once upon a time that, uh, and unfortunately it's like a, a, the people that own the patents who was Comcast, part of their trolling America, like part four. And I don't mean to do any non sequitur because I don't even know what that means, but it's like some kind of Comcast math they came up with that uh, accidentally this guy, he was a hobbyist about dinosaur hearing and human hearing subconscious hearing Gerard and that they could hear things in their sleep that were at a different pitch and a different tone than the spoken word they could hear when they're awake and that the singing hello darkness my old friend come to talk to you again would come to them in sleep cross over the blood brain barrier into their synapses and as the song would play well, their mind would not just capture the words and the meaning behind the words but a picture would form unrelated to the song in this case Gerard the picture is of El Capitan uh, this my buddy had taken this stunning photo of El Cap on his phone yesterday Gerard was oh so perfect the giant hulking mass of granite, I believe, gray with the late fall sun, the weakness and beauty of the sun's rays bouncing off it with water and ice and snow and majesty, Gerard. That was the darkness saying hello in the grayness of the granite. And if my hedgehog would quit moving around, I would be able to explain to you that despite not hearing anything, the pictures in your mind are a form of hearing, of putting the words and uh, Gerard, you know, crossing over. Now, I know dinosaurs normally... They have lizard brains, but obviously in this situation you were talking to me and you were wearing glasses, which tells me you have corrective vision needs. And sometimes our brains are just cycling in and out words and nonsense. You might not be hearing it uh, or understanding it, but you don't need to. It doesn't always need to make sense. And there's many things that's what we forget in our waking moments, Gerard, is that... uh, you know, people ask questions and you hear it like newsflash. Hey, Redditors in Portugal, 
How has it been since your government decriminalized all drugs? Have addicts been able to get help? And has the crime rate gone down? Now, in the peace of silent sleep, where you're not hearing my voice, all you're picturing in your head is a man named T.Y. Hilton. And you're saying to yourself, Gerard, that T.Y. Hilton's a beautiful man, because he is. But what you're hearing is what you're seeing, and what you're seeing is what you're hearing. And what you're feeling is a vibration sent out by a song on a butterfly's wings that just happens to be in tune with the song in the heart of T.Y. Hilton. Now, I met this one dinosaur one time, Gerard, deep in another world of, uh, you know, one with volcanoes and, and uh, you know, dinosaurs that didn't get corrective vision. So there was a lot more grouching about. And it was a world where a butterfly was trying to correct things that had been mucked about by humans. It was a lost world, Gerard. And there was a song there, a song of sadness. And once I was able to hear that song, I was able to say to the people there, hey, let's stop running around here. You got a butterfly that's saying that you're running around and and all that is causing stuff to trouble. Like, haven't you seen that? movie with uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer where they just had to talk to the snowman. Let me talk to this T-Rex. He's probably going to tell me, hey, I just have a very rare disease that causes my skin to be very fragile. Ask me anything, but don't run your, you know, no machine gun fire and stuff. So you guys just hang out here and, uh, you know, let me solve this. Gerard, can you understand that that is a song in and of itself, the song of peace, sweet, sweet lyrics of Jurassic World, being a world where dinosaurs and man can, uh, you know, maybe not have a non-exploitive relationship because uh, sometimes things in this, you know, just because this was supposed to be a dinosaur park, people get confused about right and wrong. Like it makes me think of Baltimore. Residents demanded tougher laws on the police officers. This hearing came after an investigation showed the residents had suffered broken bones and battered faces during arrests. Nearly all the victims in incidents that sparked those lawsuits were cleared of criminal charges. And I don't know if that it might not even make any sense to you, Gerard, but what it says to me is that you know, these dinosaurs in this Jurassic world might be like the residents of Baltimore in a very, very, you know, really hard to string together way and you know, almost insulting because the people of Baltimore have been through a lot, Gerard. A song could be sung, but it'd be a sad song of, well, it's not okay to treat us like this. Your authority does not give you the right to take away my rights and to trample on my rights, both, you know, metaphorically and actually physically, uh, injure me if I'm an innocent person. And even if I'm not innocent, I still have the same rights as you, sir. And that song would be a song of pain, a song that was carried back, back into our history, almost the beginning of time. Because it's like a cycle that, is it getting better? Or is it getting worse? And we don't uh, I don't have an answer to that, Gerard. Because I'm not I'm not, I don't know. And you lie there and you see things, you're asleep, but your mind is still not trying to make a process of what is this Jurassic world, what is this situation in Baltimore or across the United States? What is this solution to these terrible diseases, these terrible problems of man hurting another man. And it weighs heavy on your heart, Gerard, even though you're a dinosaur. Clearly, you must have some concern because you've called out to some world beyond yours for help because you said, hey, I dream in silence, but you don't. 
So I stand here talking with a hedgehog that keeps poking me in the back of the neck with my own phone, wasting the battery, and somehow I have to figure out how to get us out of here, and I don't even know where we are or how this hedgehog's got a Wi-Fi connection or if he's just eating on my data plan, Gerard. I, I don't know what's in my power to make right, but I also have to look at all the wrongs I've done, Gerard, and there's many, many mistakes I've made, many Feelings I've hurt. Many people I've let down, Gerard. But does that mean we stay silent? Does that mean we speak up? What it means is we need to hear, I think, clear. Or at least I do. You'll have to choose for yourself, Gerard. Are you dreaming to hear? Or are you dreaming to create a silence like a silent bubble away from the world. I don't even know. I mean, you just seem like you had ferns and some buffalo cracking jokes. And then that ankylosaurus I tripped over is all I saw of your world. So maybe there are some... Maybe those buffalo were making jokes. I couldn't understand their language, but maybe they were jokes that were mean-spirited and cruel. Uh, Anyway, Gerard, when we take back... The image we had of El Capitan, we stretched that back further and somehow it's connected to the Colosseum. And a man confused, uh, spray painting things for some girl named Missy and saying that he could sing the sound of silence. And I don't know the rest of the lyrics of that song. I know it's good, Gerard. I don't know if you you have a you know, dinosaur version of Simon and Garfunkel. Um... I think that I don't know much about them. They they're not they weren't together for very long, but they made some beautiful music. I don't know if they even got along very well or not. Uh, but what's the point, Gerard? The point is you hear what you want to hear when you're asleep. Or maybe you hear more than you think you know. Like the vibration coming from T.Y. Hilton to your ears saying, uh Stuff that I'm not even sure anymore. Because we're swirling around here. We're trying to make sense of a lot of stuff that's beyond our understanding. And that's like dolphins swimming in a sea of mustard. Makes no sense. Because it's not supposed to. And as you uh, sink down into this bed you made that I thought was going to be like a buffet... And that we would share a meal, me, you, uh, my, my hedgehog, Slonic. Try to get, probably try to get my phone back and run while you guys ate. But that's, uh, you know, it's quite a tale to be told about a dinosaur and a, a sledgehog and a man who just, uh, you know, went to a vet's to try to see why he didn't have any rings. Maybe if I listened... I wouldn't have bought the hedgehog in the first place. I would have just been happy with the uh, situation I already have. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be looking for answers. Maybe I should just be looking for symbols. And the symbols tonight that stick out is that ingenuity of creating video games and goat simulators is extremely interesting. There's some things that are extremely sad, Gerard. Dinosaur that dreams in silence. I don't know if that's happy or sad or it's just something that is. And maybe you're not dreaming in silence, you just thought you were. But I know that dreaming is not something we just nail down and say, oh, well, it's just your brain passing chemicals from one side to the other. Because it wouldn't be possible for me to be here. For part of me knows Gerard, I've stepped over into some dream world at some point between the, uh, while talking about the moon, things stopped making a lot of sense. And, uh, suddenly I was talking about a sledgehog or a hedgehog named Sledge something, Slonic, and wondering why I had him. And then he led me down a place to where there was like this vet, I still don't understand what that vet wanted, and he brought, but he brought me here to meet you, a dinosaur, 
And I thought it was going to be a tale about a dinosaur that said, hey, shucks, you know, now I dream and now I hear. And now I can go out and be friends with the rest of the dinosaurs and everything's going to be a-okay. But, you know, that might have been a, another tale for another time, Gerard. But you're just lying here, peaceful-like, sleeping on a, a beautiful... I don't even know how a dinosaur gets a tablecloth. Or maybe it's a sheet, and I was just calling it a tablecloth. But I know that somehow I've crossed into some strange world. But you're safe, Gerard. You're safe on this bed. Looks a little stiff, but you're also a dinosaur. You've got some serious lizard skin going. So you're probably not all soft like a human. And you're cold. Uh, oh, yeah. Cold-blooded. Now that I'm putting my hand on this stone that you put your sheet on, I can feel its warmth for us baking in the sun all day. And uh, you're just lying there listening to me. Now that I think about it, you might not even be able to listen. I don't know about dinosaurs. You might just have some reactionary listening system that doesn't go through your brain. It might just go through your medulla. But the vibration of my voice, maybe it comforts you, Gerard. And that means you're hearing something. You're not dreaming in silence. You're dreaming without meaning or without understanding the meaning. Or maybe it's just someone talking meaningless stuff. Or is it? Because a lot of times it seems like that's what you think, and then you're like, oh, wait a second, that's just about me. I shouldn't have done that. And you think you're just making a podcast, then you meet Bernie the Butterfly. Gerard, he's a butterfly that's got a bad attitude. And Gerard, then you go to your uh, therapist. And, uh, yeah, Gerard, I get to see a therapist, and uh, you spend the whole time talking about Bernie the Butterfly. You believe that? And you're paying this out-of-pocket expense. And then you realize that you know a lot more about Bernie the Butterfly than you thought you knew. And why was he so nice at the end? So caring. And how does that, what does that have to do with me? And am I really paying this guy this much money that I can't, you know, to talk about Butterfly, Bernie the Butterfly? And I don't even know if he grasps what a podcast is, this man, with his, his degrees. And, uh, but, uh, you know, whatever, man, we're here. Let's make the most of it. And uh, well, sometimes we learn something, Drew, and sometimes we're just comforted. Sometimes we're not. But you got this nice warm slab of rock and your glasses. I'm going to take them off and hmm, I'm going to, I don't know what to do with them. Hey, Slack, could you do me a huge favor and stay here? It, you know, could you just hold on to these glasses for one second? Yeah, I'll hold my phone. And could you stay here and wait for the dinosaur to wake up and give him his glasses back? You sucker. Now I'm out of here with my phone. And you have dinosaur's glasses if you leave. You know, that's like a, a lot of bad luck taking a dinosaur. And you can't leave him because there's really no safe place near a dinosaur to put his glasses because, um, you know, they're going to get smushed. And and plus, uh, you know, he, well, how's he going to find them when he wakes up? He needs his glasses. So that's a big, big duty for you, Slonic. And that's fine. I think that's what your purpose is since you can't find rings, gold, gold, sweet gold rings that I needed. Um, I don't know, Slonic. Uh, and I, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to curl him next to the dinosaur because my body heat will keep it warm since... As the night wears on, the uh, heat will lose heat from the uh, stone. But I'll keep. And why don't you snuggle in too, Slonic? I'm sure you can use my phone until the battery dies. That's fine. We're already in some strange world. Phone ain't gonna help me find my way back. I'm just gonna have to hope that things are gonna work out how they work out, and I'm gonna be fine. So let's see. Uh, you know, I know you like to snuggle with me close. But maybe you should snuggle. Uh, uh, I don't like that. This is uncomfortable. I just don't know how dinosaurs reproduce at all, to be honest with you, Sonic. I have no clue. Well, lizards, I don't even know how any lizards reproduce, so I'm just afraid of... 
but I think I should spoon on the front just because, you know, it's a soft spot, so I don't want it to get cold. And then I think you should wrap his tail around you just to keep his tail warm and tuck it up there, yeah. Yeah, we'll snuggle in here. It's fine. I don't think I'm going to get poked in the back with any dinosaur um, dongs, to be honest with you. Uh, hopefully uh, not. But uh, I guess that'll keep me awake, uh, worrying about that. But I don't want to be awake, so I'm just going to trust this dinosaur belly is not bad. wonder if they've served that up ever. So that's it, Sonic. Let's just sleep here with Gerard. Go to sleep. Sweet sleep, sleep. All right. Good night, Slonic. And um, can you turn off my phone because that light is distracting me. And the blue light, you know, messes with the melatonin production. And they could cause a grouchy dinosaur. Maybe I'll, I'll take, oh, you got his glasses inside your circle. That's a good, great idea, Slonic. I'm sorry, Slonic, that, uh, I expect, you know, I think we'll be fine. Oh, you're going to run away. That's fine. Okay, good night, Slonic. It's been great having you for a pet for one night and this adventure. And good night, Gerard. You're asleep. Hopefully you're dreaming in a visual world that comforts you and brings you more understanding or amusement or, you know, sexual titillation. Or whatever it is dinosaurs, you know, need right now to help them on the next stage of their journey. Uh, and hopefully there's, we're not in Jurassic Park because then, but we, you know, and I'm thinking like I was giving out glasses to the dinosaurs. Good night all. Thank you for being here. And I hope you're all asleep. <laughs>